0: Welcome to Tennessee on Tap, episode two. This episode, we crack open a Kolsch made by Chattanooga Brewing Company, give a little background of ourselves as the hosts, and we talk about our one of our favorite games, Apex, and a little bit about cars. Hope you enjoy. We're Tennessee on Tap. All right, let's crack this beer. Chattanooga Brewing Company, we're trying the Chattahooligan Hooligan Kolsch-styled Ale. 4.2% alcohol by volume 15 on the IBU scale. It's international Bitters unit. For those that don't know, the can is super informative. It's easy to read. They have a, a German Gothic styled font it says it pairs well with soccer wings and pretzels. It's, it's a great beer, dude. I mean, yeah, the can itself, as you said, looks
1: great. It's, uh, simple, but it gets, it gets the point across. Yeah. It's not too busy.
0: So on, on the can, I'll, I'll read the can. It's not a big story. Our Chattahooligan Kolsch style ale is brewed with traditional Bavarian hops and malts. Light in color and malt character. This German style beer is smooth and easy on the palate. Enjoy the dry, subtle mouthfeel as it gives way to an overall crisp, clean finish.
1: Definitely has that clean finish for sure. And the crispiness, the crispiness is there.
0: There's, there's almost no color in the beer. It's, it's super light. I can, I can see you through it, Kenny. How do I look? Like a goddess.
1: (laughs) That's what I was going for. (laughs) But no, yeah, it's a, it's a solid crusher for Mm -hmm. sure. Like a, be a good one to have during the,
0: during the late spring through the summer. Oh, for sure. It's, I, I would, I just want to keep drinking this beer. It doesn't, the flavor profile doesn't linger. And I think that's what makes it so great because it makes, it makes me feel like I forgot what the beer tastes like a little bit. And I want to drink more of it.
1: No. Yeah. I could see that. It definitely does dissipate somewhat quickly, which makes you, you know, want to go back to it but also i do like that when it's when it comes to beer like how it says pairs well with the wings and the pretzels it's a great beer for having a like a meal with yeah where you could have something and have you know have one beer and then eat a few wings something like that get back into your beer again it doesn't it doesn't seem like it would cross over with the flavor of your food and make it where you get a different taste
0: yeah it's the it's the smooth crisp finish of a kolsch. Uh, Kolsch style beers are from the Cologne region in Germany. It's a weird kind of take on Champagne being sparkling wine, but it's from the Champagne region. So, this Kolsch malt that people get for their Kolsches, uh, it's a good profile. I've, I've had several Kolsches that are just amazing, you know. I'm, I'm
1: definitely a big fan of Kolsches. I've always thought that a Kolsch is a good beer for someone that is not into the hoppier or more bitter tasting beers. It's great mm-hmm. for someone who is more into a domestic flavored beer, yeah. but wants to step it up just a little bit, like kind of dip their toes into the craft beer scene.
0: Yeah.
1: I've always thought it's good for that. Yeah, I mean it's it's great.
0: A clear definition of a kolsch. Kolsch is a style of beer originating in Cologne, Germany. Has an original gravity between 11 and 14 degrees Play Doh. And appearance, it's bright clear with a straw yellow hue. Uh, for those that don't know the degrees Play Doh and all that, specific gravity would be your 1.044 to 1.056 for any of our brewery people out there.
1: I did just notice actually on this can that it says trademark 1890.
0: Oh, the brewery's trademark
1: 1890? Yeah. Uh, The Chattanooga Brewing Company.
0: Yeah, pull it up. Let's hear about it. In 1890, the finest German-style beer in the nation flowed from the taps of the Chattanooga Brewing Company. It grew to a six-story brew house that occupied an entire block of Broad Street, producing over 150,000 barrels a year until Prohibition forced the brewery closed. Nearly a century later, two crafty engineers brought together by their mutual love for beer, embarked on an adventure to brew something great in the city they both love. With that, a new chapter of Chattanooga Brewing Company commenced, one rooted in German-style ales and lagers that put its namesake on the map over 100 years ago. That's only a portion of what they have on their website with some cool pictures. Chattanooga Brewing Company, man, y'all killed this one. This is is a delicious beer. Yeah, highly... Highly suggested. I'm going to put this on the untapped. If y'all don't know what untapped is, it's my social media of beer. It's awesome. You put in a beer, you just type it in chat, chat a hooligan Kolsch. It'll come up. You hit check in. You rate it. I'm giving y'all a five. It's a five out of five. Solid. Uh, can style. They have a flavor profile on here for like people that have checked it in before. What's like common, uh, just different,
1: um, I guess, tiers, if you will.
0: Um, it's kind not, of just like what we were talking about like it's light, it's crisp, it's smooth, right? Yeah, just descriptive, so light, smooth, clean flavor, clean, clean taste, right? It's very gentle of a beer. I'd agree with that. Malty pops up. I don't think it's really that malty. Oh,
1: she's oh so gentle.
0: Oh so gentle.
1: Yeah, the I don't know about the malt. There's definitely some. I mean, clearly it's got some malt in there, but I feel like a lot of time when people hear the word malt, they think like a forty, like malt liquor. Yeah, you know, but definitely not the case. This is far from it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely far from it. This thing is just.
1: Delicious. It's like a, I, I could I could see it being a good boat beer.
0: Oh, I unlocked a badge. Ooh, an untapped badge. So a badge is it that you got? Uh, it's called Respect the Kolsch. Uh it's the Kolsch style, has a rich heritage originating in Cologne, Germany, like I said before. It's clear, crisp, medium hopped flavors are always refreshing. Try five more for level two. So I have five check-ins to Kolsch's right now. I also got the earned for the can level 13. That's another fun one.
1: I love on the can, the faultless quality and please recycle. Got to recycle.
0: Got to recycle. Got
1: to. Got to keep the world clean. Cause if the world goes away, no more beer, no more beer. And that would be a sad
0: day. I don't want to talk about it, man. Yeah. We should probably quit. That's that's just depressing. We were talking about that actually before in at work. Depression. <laughs> of lack of beer. <laughs> oh
1: well, yeah. There's typically a lack of beer at work unless you work at a brewery or a bar.
0: Yeah, I was doing. Uh, I was doing siding on my parents' new house. Uh, so you can't, you can't be drinking beers on the job. That's what they say. that is what they say. God, this beer is great. It's delicious. Yeah, it's a little too crushable. I don't want it to end shout out to my sister heather for picking up a six-pack when she was on the road for work she usually reaches out about like when she goes places to try and find me a um usually a barrel age of something that i can keep on a shelf to to sell her you know yeah keep it around uh she gave me a list of the the beers when she was down there and i was like oh gotta get a colch."
1: the beers from chattanooga brewing company yeah gave you a gave you a little solid list
0: yeah she she came in clutch well yeah yeah big
1: shout out to heather friend of the pod heck yeah is it that time love it we'll get at her bud it just doesn't linger too long like you said it makes you just want to go back for more
0: yeah yeah no it's it's oh and what a
1: perfect pour you have there
0: always Always perfect. Poor.
1: That's like that. Your name, Perfect Poor David. That's right.
0: <laughs> How's that aroma? Oh, dude. I just I don't know if I like smelling it or drinking it more. Honestly, because they're both just great. There's a there's a lot of styles of beer that I don't love.
1: I will say that. But what you mean? Well, let me explain in a better way. It's not that I don't love them. It's just that. I do love and appreciate all styles, but there are certain ones that aren't going to be my go-to.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: I mean, everyone's got that. Everyone's got their preferences for sure. Right. But a Kolsch is one I've always loved. Even before I was really into craft beer, I had tried a Kolsch or two before Out of when somebody just happened to have one. and was like, Hey, you should try this. All right. Yeah, I'll try it. And like I said, it, it, it almost hits like a domestic, but it's got a little more flavor profile to it.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite re- like favorite perks of drinking colshis that I still get a lot of flavor to it, but I don't get the heaviness, I don't get a lingering flavor, I don't. Usually they're just they're pretty clean cut, man. They're they're awesome.
1: If I'm going to go to a store, I'm going to look for a juicy IPA or like a Kolsch style Mm -hmm. or something that's a little more crushable I think mainly when I when I do try beers that have like a like a deeper flavor profile yeah I like to enjoy those with a friend and kind of more like talk about it honestly
0: right right I I don't discriminate with styles of beer I mean, oh, if it's got a cool. There's label no on discrimination it it.
1: for sure. I'll try any of them. Yeah, without a doubt. You hand me a a beer that looks like it's gonna be good. I'll I'll give it a
0: shot. No, but it's. I mean, my go tos are, you know, the hazy juicy IPAs. The shoot any Oktoberfest time of year, man. I'm going after everyone I can find.
1: Yeah, see, that's one. That's one for me. Like I'm not a huge fan of Oktoberfest beers, but there's a number of them that i've tried that i've really enjoyed yeah yeah. it's like, just not my go-to i mean obviously oktoberfest you're not going to have all year hmm. but mm-hmm. that's just a, an example yeah like the, the stouts the porters once again that's like kind of a yearly thing for me like the time of the year depends on what i want to try right like i'm not going to try a new porter in the middle of the summer most likely right i'll probably wait till it's winter and be like okay well that sounds pretty tasty i'll have one of those
0: yeah beer is good beer is good beer is good and stuff <laughs>
1: let's go drink some beer <laughs> anyway anyway a delicious kolsch a good friday night beer great friday night
0: beer i kind of wish thomas was here he'd enjoy this beer he would this
1: seems right up his alley. Sorry, Thomas. Shout out Thomas, friend of the pod.
0: He's our unofficial producer.
1: <laughs> unofficial official guinea pig.
0: All will allow that one. Yeah. Unofficial official guinea pig.
1: He is sticker approved. Absolutely sticker approved. Probably, you can have a sticker.
0: I probably gave him like three or four of them, honestly.
1: I gave a sticker to my friend Bryce, and he put it on his computer. word looks real good, yeah, man. what are you been watching
0: um honestly it's it's just been uh
1: football, yeah, just been watching sports mainly
0: yeah, I mean we've after we started this, I don't really yeah i can't'm not really watching anything well,
1: uh you know, to my fellow nerds out there, I've just been watching some anime been watching that show Hunter Hunter. One of the more old school animes but um never had the chance to watch it really so got into it and i've been uh kind
0: of just been binge watching that (laughs) oh yeah dude yeah i um what's coming out soon um
1: well if you can't think i'll tell you right now mandalorian anime demon slayer will be coming into theaters soon oh that's cool Yeah, they're going to be playing the last two episodes of the last season and then the first episode of the new season that it's coming in theaters, I think, in the beginning of March. And the actual first episode won't air on any sort of streaming platform or television until I think it's late April or maybe early April, sometime Mm -hmm. in April. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Man, we need to go to the movies again together. Yeah, yeah, we do. We haven't I had our movie dates in a while. I
0: guess Ant Man's the next thing we're gonna our, go uh, see. Our movie bro dates. Yeah, I think Ant Man's the next one. You
1: gotta though. stay solid with your bro. Go on bro dates. It's true. It's true.
0: We uh we missed out on Wakanda forever.
1: Sadly, we did. You were on you were on the road, I think, weren't you?
0: uh I think it was toward the end of me being on the road. Yeah, I know it's on Disney Plus right now. It's been so. a while. What was the
1: last one we saw together? Thor. was it sonic ooh was it sonic 2 um it might have been oh i don't remember i think it was Sonic. it's
0: either 2. sonic or it's thor love and thunder Thor: love
1: and thunder that was solid great movie big thor fan
0: yeah man
1: every sip of this beer is a delight
0: yeah yeah you just you just keep
1: wanting to drink it it's so yeah it's, a, it's is that your solid, second one yeah <laughs> You're know, on you your third one? Am I not on my third one? Yeah. I don't think so. Are you ahead of me? Yeah. Oh, that's a rarity. <laughs> that's how you know it's a crushable beer.
0: Yeah, if I'm, if I'm actually drinking it fast. I need to find out who their rep is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get it on top of Prince. <laughs> so we thought it was a good idea to give a little background of who we are. We kind of should have done that on the first episode honestly <laughs> uh, oh well <laughs> i mean we didn't really expect episode one to be out as episode one i guess we kind of just
1: got into it well yeah um, we just want to give a little background about us and what we're into for people that don't know us personally that might be listening so yeah david why don't you tell me a little about yourself
0: so i moved down to tennessee about five years ago i grew up in a small town of roxbury new jersey north jersey went to roxbury high i was the mascot uh, a lot of people didn't know that until i was in like senior year which is kind of nice 3- but yeah
1: it's the point of the mascot you don't want to know who it is
0: yeah there was a lot of rumors and all that but so I just said I was. A, I'm an Eagle Scout. I grew. Up, I grew up with uh, Troop 188 in the Patriots Path Council. Uh, went to went to college for musical theater. In the process, I almost joined the army at the same time. Where did so you, you go of, to college for theater? Uh, the American Musical Dramatic Academy and Conservatory for the Performing Arts. That's a mouthful. Yeah, AMDA. I met a lot of good people at AMDA. I, uh, it was training. It wasn't really like college. Uh, we were, dorm rooms were on, like, the upper, west, like, West 70th Street, I think it was, the Stratford Arms Residence, which, uh, if anyone out there has read The Catcher in the Rye, so the Stratford Arms Residence is referenced in that book. That's where I lived. Um, so, yeah, I went to college, came back home, worked at a liquor store. A&P was the first name for it, and then we were just called bestsellers at the end of it and then i moved down here five, five years ago and shoot now what do i do i do construction i work at a pub i'm on the road for an epa smoke school certification thing and got a good group of friends and i heard you're on a podcast oh yeah 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 i do uh i do a podcast with my best friend kenny uh, it's called tennessee on tap oh, it's baby. pretty sweet um <laughs> drink a lot of good beer have a lot of fun you know what, what about you bud what do you do well
1: i am a born and raised Nashvilleian.
0: Yay! born in
1: nashville raised in gallatin tennessee and um yeah went to station camp high school and along my way throughout high school obviously made a lot of good friends it got me into a lot of fun things Um, I guess before high school, though, actually, I started skateboarding back when I was probably 13, when I started skating with my cousin Casey. Went to see some family and uh, noticed that he had gotten a skateboard for Christmas. And I also had a skateboard, which he actually had a good quality, professional-grade skateboard, whereas I had a Walmart board. Yeah, And about the moment I saw him do his first kickflip, I fell in love with it. That was when I immediately said, I want to actually learn how to do this instead of just sitting on it and riding down driveways.
0: Hmm. That's <laughs> that's where I kind of stopped. <laughs> I was like, oh.
1: Well, yeah, so got into skateboarding and have been doing that for a long time. Kind of on and off. Took a break for a while after a couple of injuries, but I'm back into it these days. Um, I obviously love craft beer, if you guys didn't know so i do a lot of that Uh, i like to do a lot of gaming different kind of games worked my way from console to finally playing on pc like a real man (laughs) david's not a
0: fan shout out to (laughs) Baba.
1: but um yeah i work at a brewery in nashville as a packaging technician so that basically means i fill cans i fill kegs i clean kegs i clean tanks once we're finished with them and Kind of keep the brewery organized, um, keep things where they are where they need to be, so that inventory is easy to take. Mm-hmm. Um, do a little bit of you know different stuff, a little food science type shit. Mm-hmm. if you will.
0: devout fan of the Tennessee Titans.
1: Oh, yeah, big Tennessee Titans fan. Good Lord. Since day one, since the minute they came to Tennessee. From Texas, have been an absolute diehard Titans fan, also a huge Nashville Predators fan. Yeah. I very much enjoy the Grizzlies, but I don't watch them as much as I watch the Predators or the Titans. Not so much because I don't love to watch basketball, but it just doesn't really draw me in, I guess, as much as football does. Right. I actually played basketball. So, I used to be way more into it. I used to watch a lot of college basketball back in the day. Shout out Kentucky Wildcats. That's my team. What are you shaking your head for?
0: Because it's a great day to be a volunteer, man. Shit.
1: (laughs) I have no discrimination against the Vols. I will always root for the Vols when they're playing anybody except for
0: Kentucky. I mean, I'm I'm a Vols by association, I guess, because Brad, I mean, when I'm on the road with Brad doing smoke school, we... We've gone to a couple of alls uh, events where he's like, "Let's go buy some bright orange shirts and whatever," and be like, "Okay," but like I follow West Point football, you know. Army, go Army, beat Navy, go Army, beat Air Force. I got two games to worry about in the year. That's all I got. That's <laughs> about all you, you know. Can <laughs> For and I, Kenny actually converted me to be a Tennessee Titans fan. I used to be a uh, pretty big New York Giants fan. Eli Manning was my dude. He was my favorite quarterback. He was, I mean, he was, he was my guy and I lost so much respect for the giants when they benched him and put Daniel Jones in. Cause you don't do that to a Manning. He had the most starting, um, games as a quarterback in the entire NFL history. And they just benched him, and they didn't fix the problems they actually had until like two seasons later and i just i lost respect for the giants and when i moved down here um i bought an eli manning jersey at his retirement uh, while he was doing his retirement um announcement i bought an eli manning jersey and i think i came down to Prince street one time and watching football and you were there and then our buddy matt showed up and we both kind of made fun of matt a little bit and that's when our friendship kind of started
1: yeah over making fun of matt
0: yeah and now now i'm a huge titans fan now i've watched the preds uh he's got me a little bit into basketball again with the Hey, yeah, you
1: did go to your first preds game this year i did go to my first preds game this that was year. a very fun night that was a really weird night it was the star wars night oh yeah it was the star wars team night there yeah. were stormtroopers walking around in full outfit yeah and well, I
0: i should have brought my mandalorian helmet man
1: next year next year they do it every year
0: yeah because i mean if i just take it off and i walk in i don't think there's an issue with it no no i mean uh
1: i remember when we were there on the jumbotron there was people wearing mando helmets and stormtrooper helmets i think a few people had lightsabers too well i mean the hired
0: actors definitely had them so i mean if i'm in full getup and i walk in how are they gonna know they'll never know what if i just dress up as obi-wan kenobi like i have the brown jedi outfit i mean that would work
1: Worst comes to worst. Just hello there. Hello there. <laughs> yeah.
0: No yeah. One, they, they had never... someone that they can't, kind of I mean, like... what
1: are they going to do? Stop a Jedi from walking in. Right. I just don't mind think so. Move along. Move along. <laughs> These are not the homies you're looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, uh, Ken- Kenny and I, we enjoy Star Wars. We enjoy Marvel a lot. Um, do me. you, while I'm looking this up, um, you, you listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah, quite a bit. Which ones do you listen to?
1: Um, Well, I listen to Bert Kreischer's pod. I listen to Steve-O's podcast. Let's see. I listen to a lot of fantasy football podcasts during football season. Mm-hmm. Get the little insider notes, you know. Got to stay on top. Former champion over here. Not trying to brag, but, you know. What are you going to do? Former Oh, I'm sorry. Are you a former champion?
0: Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know I listened to um, uh, Billy Up at the Bar with the You Betcha guy. And what's his name? Charles or Charlie? Uh, gosh, I always forget his last name. It's just so funny because I they remind me of like us when we're like, we're talking to our friends and all that except for the the accents oh yeah what yeah. kind of accents are we talking about midwestern oh, man. oh yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah talking about some we, midwestern accents that's right yeah we oh betcha. jesus to pete um i just they're they're just absolutely hysterical um listen to them i listen to man eater um i think that's a very informative um podcast and i'm as i'm a hunter so it's kind of cool
1: yeah i also like to listen to um therapy gecko
0: therapy gecko is the best (laughs) that is
1: that is a wild podcast yeah a lot of uh a lot of crazy individuals on there um let's see what else do i like i know there's a bunch of other ones i listen to because my day is chock full of podcasts usually what was bert's called the bert cast but he also has the one with tom segura the oh, yeah. Two Bears, One Cave.
0: Two Bears, One Cave. Yeah, I've listened to a couple a couple of
1: those. I listen to both of those. And then uh, there's another one, Theories of the Third Kind, which is kind of more about like conspiracy theories and just kind of crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. There is um, the Third Party Podcast that's all about Apex Legends.
0: Ooh. I forgot about that one. I'm actually behind on that.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Those guys are cool.
0: There used to be a... a, a... A disc golf one that I used to listen to. Um,
1: I also listened to one a long... I haven't listened to it in a long time, though.
0: It's not the PDGA one, right?
1: No, I I cannot remember what it was called, but I used to listen to it
0: regularly. Because that was Sarah... No, what's her name? She's a Nashville native. She plays professional. Kenny and I are big disc golfers, too.
1: Yes, that's also something we enjoy, that we enjoy doing together, especially. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I haven't got my first ace yet, but, uh um,
0: PDGA radio is what it's called.
1: I think the one I listened to is just called the disc golf podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Which And they're really good. I just haven't listened to it in a long time. Cause I haven't really been avidly playing in quite a while. Back when I lived in Dixon, Tennessee, I had not much else to do except oh, for play.
0: They came back. Ooh. It's live again.
1: The PDGA. Yeah. Oh, Really?
0: Yeah, cuz it stopped. It was um
1: I so say really like I listened to it. Like I even knew that they didn't do anything for a while.
0: Yeah, that's that's really weird. Yeah, cuz it's it's a guy Steve and Jesus, I I don't remember her name. Her name is Sarah. She lives in Nashville. She's a she's a great female athlete. Shout out Nashville Sarah. Also shout out to the Nashville disc golf store. Uh our buddy Sean. Um yeah, man. I mean, what else do we do together? We got. Oh, yeah. You're in a. You're on a podcast, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've been dabbling with it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I like to go to a lot of music. I love live music. Oh, you are. You're a festival nut. Uh, not even a festival nut. You just you enjoy live
1: music. I used day. to be a big festival nut. I used to try to go to like two a year at least, but now I don't think I've been to one. Well, I went to one and. 2020 i believe This when it was that was uh the pigeons playing ping pong dome fest which if uh if you're into jam music and you like funk and psychedelic stuff pigeons playing ping pong is right up your alley i can promise you
0: but yeah, um i enjoy their music
1: yeah i been to a couple of their festivals. I've been to Bonnaroo three times, um, Summer Camp Music Festival, Okeechobee Music Festival, Roots Fest. Um, there's quite a few I still would like to go to that I've
0: never made it out to. But I'd really like to go to Bonnaroo this year. There's a good lineup. Oh God! I mean, I'm just—I'd be psyched to just see Foo Fighters, honestly. Food Fighters and Tyler Childers would probably my top two. I'm
1: pretty sure. Don't quote me on it, but I think Pigeons Playing Ping Pong will be there. Also, some other bands that I like a lot, Paramore will be there. And Grizz. I, is uh, probably my favorite electronic artist.
0: Really? You don't like Dr. Diesel? No, DJ Diesel? DJ, DJ Diesel, Diesel.
1: Shaq himself.
0: Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal.
1: Um, I mean, I'm sure he puts on a good show, but
0: i'd be excited to see him honestly i mean who wouldn't It (laughs) Shaq. that guy is hilarious he's so goofy yeah i've seen
1: videos of him at festivals on the front row just going ham just on the front rail just way hyped head head banging and blocking about six people's view right (laughs) (laughs) easily
0: he's so goofy just so you're you're into just like the the psychedelic funk and
1: well yeah my my music ranges a lot like i'll listen i'll give anything a listen the only thing i really dislike is kind of the new poppier country music but other than that like i'll give anything a try i'm definitely ooh, crispy crispy but yeah i'll give anything a good listen if it's something like a friend of mine suggests to me or yeah whatever no discrimination as the music goes
0: i think um one of the teachers i had in college told me that if you want to be in the musical theater business you can't dislike any genre of music because you never know what you're gonna to have to sing do you rap i do rap have you done musical rap theater no well you should i did not break out hello robot i did not break out my my rapping ability uh when i was in college hello robot could be your rap name but I will say, you get me on a mic doing karaoke, Ice Ice Baby is my thing.
1: I don't know. You killed the Grinch song.
0: <laughs> that was the Grinch. That wasn't me.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know who that guy was.
0: I don't know. No, I um, I listen to, shoot, it depends on my mood. Yep. Any kind of musical theater song. Rock. Classic rock. Alternative rock. Metal. Prague metal metal prog because apparently those are two different things oh yeah yeah one's <laughs> one's like trivium and one's lamb of god Oh, okay. yeah one's prog metal one's metal Prague. well i actually bought tickets today
1: to a show yeah where in nashville at ascend amphitheater i'm gonna go see ghost
0: you and... bought them already oh yeah you didn't tell me you were gonna buy them oh i bought them
1: immediately i was in the queue how much are they 90 for lawn seats
0: <laughs> i want to go <laughs> yeah
1: it is something that i just kind of had to pull the trigger on because i
0: shoot i can get me my my brother-in-law and his two cousins in like immediately
1: are they ghost fans yes well i went ahead and got a ticket for me and my buddy bryce shout out bryce um
0: oh, i see how it is
1: well he's a huge ghost man that's kind of what brought us together in a way
0: we're sharing the same podcast board <laughs> I'm sharing I love you, you, know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah i had to pull the trigger on those tickets because it's pretty rare that they're in nashville uh actually fun fact i think it was when they were recording their second album they came to nashville to record and they needed people to come sing as like kind of like a choir backup vocal type thing mm-hmm. So they hired I think it was like three people from Nashville to come in and sing. And if you don't know ghosts, they kind of have a satanic uh, shtick, if you will.
0: It's the shtick.
1: Yeah. It's um they're very campy and like uh, kind of goofy. So it's not like super, super serious. Like it's not like they straight up worship Satan or anything. But um it's just kind of their like metal thing they do. Yeah, it's but
0: their, it's their, um, their theme. They're theatric.
1: It, they're very theatric. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're like uh, they're like Avatar.
1: Yeah. So much like them. But, um, yeah, so they had three guys come into a studio in Nashville to do the backup. And when the guys read the lyrics that they were supposed to sing, he said there was like three guys that walked in wearing cowboy hats and just like super country. And when they read the lyrics, they were like, "Nope, no way. I ain't singing this. You ain't, you ain't gonna catch me singing all this Satan stuff." <laughs> and so they ended up actually having to go out to LA to record instead because nobody would, nobody here would sing their music.
0: Call me up, Ghost. I got you. Yeah, give me a shout
1: anytime, please.
0: No, I'm. I mean, the last what was the last live show I saw? I guess it was. I guess it was Trivium. It was the uh, In Flames, Trivium, Lamb of God, and Megadeth show at Bridgestone. I went with Ewan. Yes. Shout out to the boy. The boy, the dump truck, the Ewan. God, it's so crispy.
1: But, uh, yeah, I think, I think my last show was actually with Ewan as well, which it wasn't anything that was really my kind of music, but I knew he loved the bands that were playing, which yeah. were... Papa Roach was the headliner, but hes he said he'd seen them before and he's not like a huge fan, but right. the people right before them was Falling in Reverse and he loves that band. So I was sitting there one day on my way to work and the radio uh, personnel was like, yeah, so we're giving away tickets for the Falling reverse Reverse um, Rockzilla Tour coming to Nashville. So all I got to do is text in this one word and we'll let you know if you won the tickets. So I was like, eh, you know, I'll give it a shot. Just, you know, see if Did I can you win. win the tickets. Yeah, I won those on the radio. What? Yeah, I didn't buy them. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I text in the word and about three hours later, I got a text back and they were like, you're a winner. And I was like oh wow like I thought it was a joke at first because like I've never won anything right (laughs) I never win I never win
0: those things no
1: and they're like yeah you won the tickets and sure enough like they got my information and stuff and I didn't get them for the longest time because it was months and months out and at first I was like did I get scammed like what is this what's going on but uh no yeah sure enough they sent me the tickets and yeah we ended up going and we had a good time like I said it's not really up my alley necessarily but uh You know, I just wanted to do a little something for the boy. And
0: where was it at? It was a good
1: time. It was at um municipal auditorium. Oh, okay. so like yeah, the older yeah. arena. It was a good one. It was a good show. I, was, I mean, it was fun for sure.
0: Yeah, Ewan's a Ewan's a cool guy to go to the show yeah, with. Big metal head. Huge metal head. You wouldn't even know it. He's so. He's our next guy. He's he's our next next person here. I think that's just what's going to have to happen.
1: Oh, I uh, actually also next month, March the 12th, I believe. Yeah. I'm going to be at the Ryman to see Bob Weir and the Wolf Brothers. Ooh.
0: Yeah. That'd be fun.
1: A little Grateful Dead action. hmm Yeah. I'm pretty excited for that. Oh, actually, no, I lied. The last show I went to was Widespread Panic on New Year's Eve.
0: Yes, you are right.
1: Yeah. I actually, I don't know how I forgot about that. There were was... so
0: many people at that show.
1: Yeah. You're telling me, buddy. That was a incredible show. Love Widespread Panic. I mean, they put on a great show. They're, they're incredible musicians.
0: Yeah, I wish I could have gone. I had to work.
1: I got lucky. I had a very awesome friend who hooked me up with a ticket. So. Oh, yeah. I was very lucky on that account.
0: I have tickets to go see Tyler Childers in um, Phoenix. That'll be good. Yeah, but, like, it's so expensive. I'd rather go to Bonnaroo for the same price.
1: Well, I'll t- like, the, the reason I bought the lawn seats for Ghost is because even the, like, middle section, that's not even the pit, was, like, $300 for a ticket. God. Yeah, I mean, like I, 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 I might have broke and paid it if I had to because, like I said, I think it's going to be, like, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see them in Nashville. Right. They did it. They're doing it's like a secondary tour to their album that they came out with this past year. And they do a lot of European touring. So when they did the uh, tour in the U.S., I was pretty disappointed to see that they went to like, I think it was like Huntsville, Alabama or like something like that. And then they were like in Duluth, Georgia, but they just skipped over music city. I was like, seriously, yeah. you're going to go to these towns and right in between, you're not going to come to music city and do a gig come on
0: i just find it ridiculous that like some of these festivals are like so much money but you see like 15 20 30 really great artists yeah and then that one artist has one show and it's the same price as a, fe- as a festival
1: yeah it's a uh, it's weird like that honor is very fun for sure i enjoy it every time i go but the, the problem is you see all these artists that you want to see and then when you get there you realize once the schedule comes out like oh man i wanted to see this person really bad and i want to see this person really bad and sometimes their schedules overlap
0: right and no you, i i i get that
1: like i wanted to go see um i think it was tosh sultana
0: mm-hmm.
1: last bonner i was at but the, she was playing at the same time as Paramore. Uh, And I've been a Paramore fan since I was really young. So I was like, and I had never gotten a chance to see him. So I had to make that choice when it was pretty easy one for me. But I think there was also like someone else I wanted to see that was playing at the same time as Alt-J. And I wanted to see Alt-J, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see this other person.
0: There are some artists that I know are going to overlap. Yeah. But I'm okay with like, if it be, if it's, I've already looked at the, the lineup if it's between one or the other, I know which one I'm going to go see. Like I'm seeing who else is like, obviously the main name is its own thing, right? That's the person I would like to see.
1: Yeah. I mean, your top headliners, they're not going to overlap. Right. It's usually the people where you're like, oh, I wanted to see one of these headliners, but also one of the like people who, even though they're not the headliner and they're lower tier Right, it still might be one of your favorite bands. Yeah, and you're like, oh man, well, what am I gonna do now? I just,
0: I already know who I would want to see over somebody else. Does that make? Sense? Yeah,
1: no, I totally see what you're saying. So
0: I don't mind that like people are going to like overlap like that.
1: You should have been in 2018, because I got to see Eminem live, son of a bitch, and it was crazy. God, I want that. He came much. out, you know. I assume most people that are fans of Eminem know he's like sober these days and everything. Yeah. So he did like a few of his newer songs to start with. And then he came back out after like a little break for a few minutes and he was like, Hey, y'all know I used to be crazy as shit back in the day. He's like, Y'all want to hear some of that shit that I used to record when I was insane? Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, and he started dropping like, like Kill You and White America and some of the like old just. Oh, that's awesome. That's all in the vault. I mean, he did like 30 songs it was crazy it was such a there was actually a controversy during that set where some of his pyrotechnics sounded like gunshots and people kind of got freaked out about it oh geez because I think it was shortly after that Vegas thing that had happened
0: yeah 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 it was was, like it was
1: actually like a bit of a news story geez yeah but it was I love Eminem yeah me too hell of a show
0: yeah you um I just like I really want to see Foo Fighters Oh, yeah. going to be there i'd like to see corn but I, I wouldn't be like disappointed if i didn't like McGee mcgee's gonna be there i've seen on at
1: bonnaroo i'd
0: really like to see them because i really enjoy their music obviously grizz um
1: you gotta catch your grizz set
0: who else there's so many people I, obviously uh, dj diesel i'd love to just see shack because of shack uh, so them? tyler childers obviously there's other, there's like no, it's Grizz and there's uh who's the other guy you listen to, um
1: another electronic artist,
0: yes, or he does like he he's like rap.
1: You're not talking about Young Gravy, are you? Isn't he? Isn't he at Bonnaroo this year? I could not tell you to be honest. I I think he might be, but
0: I think he's at Bonnaroo this year.
1: Don't quote me on it, but I've seen Young Gravy live and it's super fun. He's a he's a cool guy. Like he came out on stage and. He's like, hey, you guys thirsty out there? Started throwing some water bottles around. He's like, you guys hungry? He started throwing out Lunchables into the crowd.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So season 16 dropped on Apex Legends. A bunch has changed. People have been nerfed. People have... uh, What's the opposite of nerfing? Buffed. Buffed. Yeah. People got buffed. Yeah, a whole lot of
1: changes in season 16 of Apex. (laughs)
0: jeez i'm so i've i've made the decision i've talked to baba i'm maining bloodhound oh yeah i'm going to go ham with blue thunder and i think you are going to love having me as bloodhound because of how aggressive you play because we were playing duos and i was finding white ravens all over the place bringing us to enemies so the white raven you find just in the map you go up to it you interact with it and it goes up in the air, and it goes. It it bring it pulls up a path that only you can see, of the way the raven goes. But on the mini map, pulls up arrows of the direction it's going, it so leads your you, team can see it. Does and it does it lead you to other teams every time? Oh my goodness! And we thought it was like leading us to like prowlers because it, there was a nest up there, and Bob was like, "Oh, I think it's just leading us to prowlers." I was like, "Yeah, I am too." And he goes, "Nope, enemy, 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 right there." Yeah. Like, oh,
1: shit. Uh, prowlers are non-playable wildlife that run around on a certain map on apex that if you get too close will attack
0: you yeah they're fun they're easy way to get your shield up but i'm excited for the season i i really am just because of i mean i'm disappointed because of some nerfs that happened but it's a new season man like they've they've they're trying to revamp the game without destroying its integrity and I know e a is, you know, there's a lot of just re um reskinning things, recoloring things,
1: yeah, a lot of people are mad about how their collection event they just came out with is basically just a bunch of recolored skins. yeah, there's yeah. a lot of fans that are very upset about that because we want new content. and e yeah. a is just pushing out recolors of old skins because they just want to grab up a bunch of money.
0: I think with season sixteen, is going to bring people back to the game honestly
1: well between like you said the nerfs and the buffs for the characters and also how they changed the the system of classes Mm -hmm. and that also gave other people different abilities sort of as well I guess like passive abilities I got crypto for free but um
0: that was that was a cool thing to go into the game too yeah
1: I forgot they did that also but Uh, One of the biggest changes is they added team deathmatch. So now you got six V six. Yep. Where it's, it's, it's weird to me though, because I wish you could queue up with six people instead of just three people in your lobby. Cause it's basically two separate teams of three on one team. Like you can't communicate with the other three people.
0: Yeah. I think that's something they're going to, they're going to work toward. I'm not
1: sure how they'll do it, but I would like to see that.
0: I think it's difficult because of the the legends you can pick, right? Because the three people that play together, you know, in your party, you can't pick the same legend. But to have the same legend in your six man team.
1: So you can do that. Yeah. Like if I I were to be Pathfinder, someone else on the other three people that would be on our six man squad could also be Pathfinder.
0: Yeah, I had I had two Bloodhounds on my team when I played team deathmatch the other day.
1: Imagine having two caustics. Well, like I was playing Octane
0: because you can't, I mean, I don't see the use for bloodhound in team deathmatch when it's a small map and it's, it's just supposed to be a spawn, go kill, respawn, go kill. Oh,
1: there's always a use for bloodhound.
0: Right. But not as much as like in, in assault class or the skirmisher class where it is for rushing. It is for being aggressive like I think they toned back Bloodhound's abilities to make him less of an aggressive play. Yeah. He's but a at recon. the same time with the white ravens, which is why I think you're gonna really like him, is that at the same time you use a white raven and it's like, let's go get him, you know? Yeah, I
1: think like having an octane or a pathfinder is also pretty crucial in Team Deathmatch because the only map I played on so far was like the Skulltown map.
0: Uh, I didn't play a Skull Town,
1: so it's just a bunch of buildings, like a bunch of tall buildings in the middle, right? So, being able to have a Pathfinder and setting a zip line to the top one of those buildings from a respawn point, absolutely, yeah. If you respawn in that point, you're gonna immediately be able to get I played, right on top and get like a good vantage point on the other team.
0: I played uh, Path when it was Gun Run. They did the little Gun Run thing uh, last season, like beginning of last season. I did I did Path a lot just so I could put the the, the zip line on the top of the building. <laughs>
1: I think he's one of the best characters that's ever been in the game he's
0: just hysterical
1: i mean i mean yeah all of his little quips and things yeah, that he says are great they're, but they're great as far as like abilities and skills go he's just super helpful but he's also really good for being aggressive at the same time yeah like you can get into a fight fast you can get out of a fight fast you can get your team and that's a, it also buffed him a lot because they doubled his zipline ability yeah for people that don't play apex each character has three abilities. They have a passive, a tactical, and an ultimate ability. And so, his ultimate ability is he's able to set down a zip line that anybody in the game can use, but it will get you from point A to point B much quicker than if you were just running. Yeah. It also, will get you to like tall places, or it's it's helpful in every facet that you can think of. Honestly, a game changer. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the original legends. He's been around since day one. Yeah. And he hasn't had a whole lot of changes, which is something I like.
0: But like some of the the nerfing that Sir Baba plays a lot of Seer and he hasn't noticed a real difference in Seer and the stuff that like they've done to him.
1: They gave him a little bit of a nerf, but I'm not honestly exactly sure what it all was. I don't
0: think he can. He understands the nerf because you don't realize the nerf as the player of Seer. Now opponents can hear you. When you do the heartbeat sensor. Huh. Well, that's
1: definitely different. Yeah. So Sears heartbeat sensor is when you aim down sights, you are able to tell where people are based off of their heartbeat. their little arrows that will go around your reticle that point in the direction where people are within a certain amount of meters. Mm-hmm. So, like how you were saying. You don't think Bloodhound would be super helpful in the Team Deathmatch class or playlists, if you will. Uh, I'd say he'd be more helpful than using Seer because right, you can you use his tactical scan. and scan and your whole team can see it. You got to wait till Seer gets his ultimate to be able to do yeah, something to like do, that.
0: He does the dome, yeah. I just, I don't know, because, I mean, we're both huge Halo fans. Oh, yeah. Being Team Deathmatch 6v6, I mean, that's, that's Slayer.
1: It's what I've wanted since day one of Apex, since I've been playing.
0: Yeah, I think, but because we were so used to that, we never had a scan. We never had a, you know, we had the little tiny mini map in the corner that every time you, you heard someone move or they made a, uh, they fired their weapon, the little dot would pop up.
1: Oh, I just got on a warhog in the passenger seat with a hammer and said, drive me next to somebody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, that's.
1: See if I can make this vehicle do a (laughs) (laughs) kickflip.
0: I loved Halo so much. It was a lot of fun.
1: I do miss it. But, I mean, once Halo Infinite came out, I was so excited to play that. I was like, finally revamped Halo. This is going to be great. But after playing Apex Legends for so long, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. Because Apex has such a faster movement, like,
0: just the way the gameplay is. I remember you you coming after me when I said I had downloaded Halo, and you're like, no, dude, get Apex. And I was like, yeah, but I'm a Halo guy. He's like, yeah, but I'm a, I'm a Halo guy too, and Apex is, I mean, it's a different kind of gameplay, and I never liked the battle royales. I never did, but for playing Apex for a full year now, I mean, I really like Apex.
1: The way I like to put it is, it's not better. It's just different. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> But I mean, it is better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just more advanced. Like, cause I mean, when Infinite came out, it just still had the Halo three feel. Like, it's just kind of slow pace and right. And a lot of people actually made the argument of, well, it's actually harder. And I'm like, is it though? Is it harder, or are you just bad at shooting?
0: <laughs> I think they're just bad at shooting because I never thought Halo was hard to play.
1: I mean, you have a ba- you have a battle rifle in your hand. It's pop 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 three heads shots
0: right like yeah i don't i don't think i don't think Halo i guess better.
1: the. i guess i kind of can understand the argument in a way because it's slower and so it feels harder when you're used to playing a more fast-paced gameplay right like i guess that. i mean it felt like i wasn't doing great and i was not trying to brag, but a Halo 3 master. Like we used to play against the, the guys that got paid to play. They would come to us for practice yeah. back
0: in the day. Yeah. I remember when um shoot, I got really good at um Battlefield. Uh when Battlefield three or four came out, I was really good at Battlefield. I was also a sniper class, so bullet drop and all that. Yeah. That was my that was my jam. If I can get into a nice little corner on top of a mountain or something and find a good spot. I mean, I was dropping people a couple hundred meters away, and it, I mean, that's what I did. And then when um, Battlefield 1 came out, the World War One version of it, Mm -hmm. where you actually had to set up your binoculars, figure out how far they are, and then switch to your rifle, you know, and then adjust your scope and all that. It was a little more, you know, math to it, I guess. That made me so much better at a sniper class when I went back to playing Battlefield 4 that it was like yeah no I was getting 12 kills a game and I I was always told Battlefield it was always harder to get a kill but when you're getting 12 kills as a sniper in Battlefield that's nuts I mean that's that's ridiculous
1: I never played Battlefield I was like honestly I do love playing like first person shooter games but to me it's not really so much about the first person shooter aspect as much as it is about anything that's fast paced and competitive
0: I think what made battlefield stand out the most to me was if you had people in a building, like one story building that were just tight, they were in there. You couldn't get in, didn't matter what you did. You took a tank and you blew the building up. Oh, the building does not stand the entire match. As soon
1: as the word tank left your mouth. All I thought about was halo three scorpions.
0: (laughs) Good. I'm just like, that's what, that's what it was. It was, you know, you, you. When you start the match you might get like 20 30 kills ahead of the other other people but because you were like you were just in the building Mm -hmm. the person would just get mad enough where they would just go up to a tank or they would just see for the outside of the building and all of your walls fell
1: yeah see i never like i wasn't even into call of duty really like i played what was it modern warfare
0: probably modern warfare Modern warfare 2.
1: no i think i played modern warfare 3 a bit and then black ops one came out and i played that a little bit but as soon as like zombies was introduced and black ops well won- actually it was introduced a little bit before that but like the one that everyone really remembers was the black ops one zombies yeah and like that's all i cared about i would sit there with my buddy and we would just put on some like dubstep music to something really hype and we'd just play zombies for hours and hours on end yeah also didn't have internet at the time so Playing on the zombies map was kind of like the best thing we could do.
0: <laughs> I feel that.
1: <laughs> yeah, out in the country.
0: Yeah, I feel that hard.
1: But yeah, man, it's, a. Uh, to me, like I said, I, I like fast-paced and competitive games, but I'm always either in one mode or the other. Either I want to play something fast-paced and competitive, or I don't want to talk to anybody, and I just want to play, like, Spider-Man or something that's single player. Right. I just have, like, a little adventure going on. Right. Something like open-world type games.
0: I mean, having... um, What's that zombie game we play now?
1: Um, State of Decay. State of Decay 2? Yeah. We haven't played that in a little while. We need to play some Mortal Kombat. God. I just, just bought 11 again.
0: Friendship, everybody.
1: Yeah. Got Mortal Kombat 11 and Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 on sale for about $20 for two games. did. did did you hear
0: Big Troubles doing a pong tournament?
1: A beer pong tournament? No. Oh, like the like the old school game, pong. Yeah,
0: they have a giant console.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen that.
0: They, uh, I think Julian said they're going to try and do a, a tournament.
1: Yeah, Big Trouble tournament is tournament. a brewery that is located in Gallatin, Tennessee, on the square, or close to the square, at least.
0: Julian and Big Trouble have gotten a couple shoutouts before.
1: Yes, but uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a, that's a cool place. They got a lot of. Kind of got an 80s vibe going on there. So, you know, they got the Pong thing going and all kinds of fun little games you can play. But yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I knew they had a beer pong tournament recently. I didn't know they were doing a Pong Pong pong. tournament. What? Yeah, they had a beer pong tournament like a couple weekends ago.
0: I think it was a Pong tournament. Not beer pong.
1: Oh, I guess I just misinterpreted it. It was on beer, man. Well, you know, (laughs) I was thinking about what I love. (laughs) That is true. That is true. I just assumed it was beer pong. <laughs> so. Well. I'd rather play beer pong anyway. Facts. Competitive. Fast pace. Drinking. <laughs> all the things.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I could do that.
1: Yeah. You don't want to get at me in a game of beer pong. You'll get I mean, sh- I'll play you. Anyway Macked up. We're, we're usually teammates anyway.
0: That's also true. We get pretty butt hurt if we pick a different person.
1: Yeah, I will definitely get butthurt if you pick somebody over me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: as I stare you in the eyes menacingly. I
0: can't wait till we get
1: to video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that'll be in the future. We will get there. But yeah, man. So uh, I don't know why, but I kind of just wanted to talk about uh, talk about vehicles.
0: Vehicles?
1: Yeah. Because I know both you and I are Chevy silverado drivers yes yes we are
0: the old chevrolet silverado
1: so let me ask you a question if there was any other vehicle you could have and i mean any vehicle it doesn't matter if it's a five hundred thousand dollar car or a, a little shitbox, box what would you want
0: addy r8 spider burnt sienna Oh, okay.
1: Ooh, <laughs> going with the Rocket League colors.
0: No, that's the uh that's Bert the Sienna. Iron Man, Tony Stark's personal. Oh. Yeah. Nerd alert. Yeah, that's uh I mean that's one of them that I want. Um Shoot, I'd love a just old school like Fastback. Ford Fastback. That's the only Ford I'd probably ever buy. Oh. Sorry Ford, but That's not, not sorry Ford. Or Chevy like maybe that. maybe like Die sh- or Die maybe a Shelby or something but like 69 Camaro. Hell yeah. I'd take that. Oh, for sure. I like I like the old Challengers. The old Challengers are nice. Um we actually have a a guy that comes in his name's Jimmy. He's an older older gentleman. Um he's about to get his 69 Camaro out of garage. Oh, and he's going to bring it up to Prince Street cuz he knows I like the cars.
1: 69, what a great year. <laughs> so, if I had any other car which I like having my truck because, you know, you can do a lot with a truck. That's right. You can haul stuff. You can use it for camping, like endless possibilities. Mm -hmm. But if there was any other car that I could have, I would definitely want a Subaru W. What is it? The WSX STI. The uh, like the the ones you'll see that are like the like the navy blue and they have the gold rims and the spoiler on the back.
0: Like I don't I don't think I know that one. It's a. Were they on Need for Speed or no?
1: I mean, I'm sure they've been in like a hundred different racing games. <laughs> it's like a pretty well known like tuner car.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: turbos are built in. I feel like a Is lot it
0: like a Skyline. <laughs> uh,
1: sort of. Also, I would I I wouldn't. It, it's kind of like a Mitsubishi Lancer. Oh, okay. It's that style gotcha. of car. Yeah. Which my first car was a O2 Mitsubishi Eclipse and i drove that thing into the dirt
0: i absolutely destroyed that car my head at him. why <laughs> it's an eclipse. why i know so many people that that was their first car
1: yeah but the o2 was the cool one it looked cooler <laughs> not the spider screw the spiders i hate those convertible eclipses they look like garbage
0: so what other car do i really like i'm That's not a, a big fan of lamborghini Not a big fan? No, I'd rather buy a tractor if I was buying Lamborghini. I would
1: buy a Lamborghini tractor if it went as fast as a Lamborghini car.
0: But how badass would it be to going down Highway 25 past all the other farmers that got their John (laughs) Deere's? And you got a freaking Lamborghini tractor. Because that's what they were. Lamborghini was originally a tractor company. And he went up to Ferrari and was like, hey, I want a sports car. And they said no. So he made his own. More like Lamborghini. <laughs> so, like, I'm cool with like the the um, glardos, whatever, or the Mercy Lagos. I do like the Glardos? Like, those are cool, but I don't know. Like, it just it it looks like something that if I go fast enough, I'm just gonna start flying, like actually, like lifting off the ground. Right? That, that's what I hope for. I just I want that. I want that. Just. American Muscle, just like a heavy ass car. So like, obviously oh. the Camaros, the Challengers, like all that stuff.
1: I'll uh, show you some American Muscle. God. Flexing <laughs> on them.
0: I just, I don't know. Like I, I remember going through like Need for Speed games and all that. I'd always pick some cars just because of what they look like, and like I would love a DB9. <laughs> Aston Martin. Like I would love a DB9 because they are just slick. The, is that James Bond? It is a James Bond car. I thought it was. Um, Jaguar. Like, I would love a Jaguar. Funny enough, how you said, like,
1: you'd pick that in the game. That's the reason I got my first car. Oh, really? Yeah, I played. I remember being in my mom's house when I was a kid, and I had an Xbox, like an original Xbox, and there was this racing game on there called Juiced. And, you know, when you first start racing games, you can usually get the options of, like, some kind of a Honda or, like, you know, right. more like a low tier but still a semi-fast car.
0: Honda Civic. Yeah, you like <laughs>
1: hatchbacks, like right. stuff yeah. like that. And one of the, like first, like, first or second tier cars you could get was a Mitsubishi Eclipse, and it was the 02 version. And when I played that game, that was, like, the first car I would pick every time, and I just thought they were so cool. So I when i first got my first car i i wanted to get like a pontiac gt because i think my cousin had one Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh this is so cool because you know when you're like 14 15 years old like doesn't matter what it is you see a friend with a car you're like oh that's awesome yeah so i want to get one of those but luckily my grandparents talked me out of it because they were like uh yeah you're not gonna buy a piece of shit that's gonna break down and like the next 3 months. So, I... they helped me out a little bit and helped me purchase that one.
0: I so. my first car was almost a Roadrunner. Beep beep, lime green. <laughs> it was for sale. My buddy's dad I think was selling it and uh it had antique tags on it. And I think my dad called me a dumbass and wouldn't let me buy it. <laughs> but I, was, I wanted it so bad. Um that boy ain't right. Right. So then I, I didn't have a car until I was probably like 20. Not even that shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I guess 20.
1: You just uh, rock your Lamborghinis.
0: No, I use my mom's car a lot. Um, because I, after I used my mom's car senior year of high school because my dad drove his work car. So she would drive his truck. So when I went to college, it was in New York city. I don't need a car. Yeah. And I had the, I'd already thought about that. I was like, I don't need a car. I'm not going to buy one now. Two years later, I get out of college. I was like, I need a car now.
1: Well, I think we can all agree that the best mode of transportation is definitely Heelys.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Super customizable. Uh, they're comfy. You don't need to wear a helmet.
1: Ride your Heelys to escape your feelings.
0: That's right. I mean, that's, that's just what you have to do.
1: Not gonna keep me down.
0: I mean, tech decks are cool too.
1: Yeah, if you have one per foot, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I think you need like four.
1: <laughs> I guess it depends on your shoe size.
0: Or how heavy you are as a person. What are you saying? I would not <laughs> be able to ride tech decks unless I had four per foot.
1: Hmm. Well, I know what we're gonna be trying soon. <laughs> Please. A little experimental crash course. That's right probably most literally crash course
0: yes it's okay we'll put it on youtube we'll be happy
1: well yeah man so we should uh wrap this one up
0: yeah i think so she <laughs> <laughs> well that wraps up episode two shout out to my sister heather for picking up these great cold shoes from chattanooga brewing company and
1: a big shout-out to all of you who stuck around and listened to the end. Thank you for the support. We really
0: appreciate it. Every listen counts. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Tennessee On Tap or email us with your favorite beer that you want to hear us talk about at tnontap@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Remember, folks, life's too short for bad beer, so crack a cold one with us. We're Tennessee On Tap. This thing. Oh, God. <clears throat>